Blog Talk okay, Radio. Um, Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one great way to enjoy life is to read a riveting story of courage, grit, and the power of a woman on a mission. Our guest has penned just such a book, and that's why today's show is going to be both interesting and inspiring. Charlotte Schiff Booker has led one heck of a remarkable life. She came of age during the time when strict gender rules roles ruled the culture. Yet despite being a married mother of three in 1963, Charlotte had the chutzpah to toss her apron aside and venture out into the business world. And due to her tenacity, drive, as well as a bit of luck, Charlotte rose to the top of the entertainment industry, shattering numerous glass ceilings along the way. I'm so excited to have Charlotte joining us today to share about her incredible life, the challenges she overcame, and the stars she met along the way. Her memoir is called, in fact, Get Out of My Way, and I can't wait to hear more. I'm so happy to welcome you. Hi, Charlotte. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to just welcome you as well. This has been very, very, very fascinating to me. I've never done a podcast. <laughs> I've listened to a few, but they're usually very serious political you know, podcasts like Rachel Maddow kind of thing. So this is, well, this is we will fun. leave politics aside because you are, are the one we are focusing on today. But I'm thrilled. So this is your debut podcast then. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, that makes me extra I'm, excited. <laughs> but I want to begin with congratulating you on the story of your, and I've mentioned remarkable several times already, but your life truly was remarkable. And I just want our listeners to know that Get Out of My Way is actually coming out in mid-November, but they can pre-order it now. And I think I checked on Amazon. I think you can even get it on Kindle so you can start reading it right away. And you could actually buy it now, too. Great, wonderful, because your story, I think for, I'm a first wave boomer, and I'm in my mid-70s, and many of us are, but I think you have a few years on us, and so you led the way with the challenges, the triumphs, the ups and downs, and your book makes for a great read, and I mentioned inspiring a bunch too, uh, and inspiring, but you actually lived all of that, so what led you to want to share the story of your life with the world? It's a very interesting uh, rationale. I had a grandmother, being Jewish, I called her Bubby, and uh, she was a, an, an immigrant who came on a boat at the bottom level uh, when she was a teenager to because she lived in Russia in a place called Minsk and Pinsk, which was the victim of the Cossacks who would ah. ride their horses into the village and burn down houses, rape women, uh, kidnap young boys for one reason or another. It was it was a nightmare. It was horrible. She just couldn't stand it. And she finally, she had, I mean, I, I, there were genes in life, aren't there? Because she, she had the chutzpah to find a way to get the hell out of there. Wow. And she ended up in... Yeah, she ended up. Uh, uh, it was during wartime, and she, she. Uh, it was a. It was a very impossible. It's impossible to imagine how she how she got that done. But in the course of my relationship with her, she told me stories I will never forget. 
about the Cossacks and about the experience. It was like Fiddler on the Roof. I was living, you know, because that was the life she lived. So that 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 got me interested in in doing something, being something, caring about uh, something. I've always been an enabler, so that, that that's been good and bad, but it's been rewarding. And I started to uh, pay attention to things that were happening, uh, and uh, got more and more interested in being part of it. But mostly, it was the since I wasn't working yet, I got involved as an activist. I started to work on the civil rights struggle, the women's movement, uh, 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 all of all of that. And in the course of that, I became fascinated and in love with speech, with free speech. And that became my mission. I wanted to do things that gave people a voice, the people who didn't have one, the people in the margins. And that was the beginning of my getting into a, a real world and a real life for me. And in the meantime, raising three fantastic young men, or they weren't young men when they were first being raised, uh, they, they, they turned out to be such fine people. It's not just their success, which is phenomenal, that I'm proud of. It's who they are that I'm proud of. Oh. And, I, and I think that a lot of that came from my including them. I was campaigning for Bobby Kennedy, and I, they came with me at every opportunity, at every event, at every place where they could get to know anything. And that went on throughout. It was it, so they 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 were gaining a lot from being my sons, and, and that made that's what really thrills me. And uh, they're so they're taking such they're paying so much attention to, and 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 aesthetically putting together the launch for this memoir. And they've done the invite, and they've done the they're just they're amazing. So I, I it's it's it, I feel. I'm on my last chapter. I don't know how long it's going to take for it to come to the end. I'm not unhappy. I'm not afraid. I'm I'm grateful to know that I'm leaving. This is really the answer to your question. I'm really, the real reason for writing this book was my children and my grandchildren. Because Bubby, as wonderful as she was, and as many stories as she told me, I never knew her life. I never got her memoir. Not obviously. I wouldn't be able to read it anyway. Uh, And so that's really what got me to make that decision, to do that in the middle of having a very demanding job and a lot of things going on, but I had to do that. Oh, my gosh, Charlotte. (laughs) Well, and two, in your book, you you kind of are an advocate that in many ways women really can have it all because you, single mom, Three three sons you were raising, having this big-time career, and you did do it all. And I also want to mention that it all kind of began, or maybe you got an extra boost of, of drive, let's say, from from the feminine mystique, Betty Friedan's book. Oh, of course, absolutely. It was it was the begin. It was a rebirth. It was the, it was the beginning of my life. It, 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 it really was, and, and it so happens that that um, Betty, uh, Betty, um, oh my mind is going. That's for Dan. Going to get yeah. For Dan, thank no. you. And Gloria Stein, and the two of them whom I knew and got was getting to know very well, they invited me to run a uh, to be the chair of a uh, of a, uh, a situation taking place at the municipal building in Manhattan about rape. 
about beginning launching, I was to launch the monthly anti-rape event. Wow. And when I got up on when I got up on that stage, uh, I was shaking like a leaf because it wasn't like I never spoke to a lot of people. I've done a lot of that, but this was different. This was a subject that had that I that got me so crazy from a story. I don't know if you ever saw it. You're probably much too young to have seen it, but but it, it was a story about a mother and a daughter coming back from the country in 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 Europe. Uh, when the war ended, when World War II ended, and it, it was not easy to do, but they were they were fascinating uh, people, uh, uh, and I was very much connected to so many things through her, through them. So, uh, you wanted to know what was your question exactly? I'm getting I do I have a I have a habit lately in my age. My my middle name. Uh, well, no, I just mentioned preamble, um, everything. <laughs> I always Betty for Dan's book, and I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Yes, well, no, really, Charlotte, your stories are amazing, and we, you know, we only, we don't have too, too much time, so I want to keep us a little bit on track. Yes, yes, uh, yes But I know yes. Betty Friedan's book was really a, a, a real impetus for you Thank to you. kind of really start your own journey. And speaking of your Absolutely. own journey, and I know it is multifaceted. You've got a rich history, but can you give us a brief overview of of how your career went? Because it's it's just remarkable. Well, the career well, probably was not all that different from so many that women have had because the the the, the male uh, uh, the, the the men are then were what they still are to a large extent, but it's gotten a little better, not enough. But what what you did, you were always behind the eight ball. The first job, the first full time job I had was at ABC. And I got a promotion offered to me, a big one with a big raise and a very exciting uh, to do things I'd never done before in my life. And I was about to start the promotion when the woman who was the head of the, the, uh, the, 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 all the people who come and go rejected the promotion. And she rejected it because the company had a policy that no woman ever gets two stages of improvement at any time. So I quit. <laughs> that was that took guts too. Geez. Yeah, I did. I quit. I thought I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in this company. Forget it. Goodbye. And then I went to Screen Gems, which is part of Columbia Pictures, and uh, I built. I really built step by step, not too easily, but very cleverly. I created a, a, a visibility. I created a, 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 a ability to make a difference that was a better difference, that kind of thing. And I've been doing that my whole life. I'm doing it with my kids. I'm doing it with my marriages. I'm doing it with uh, uh, my friends. I'm doing it with you. <laughs> I'm doing it with everyone. <laughs> so well, so, and, and so, you... so it, it, it was up and down, up and down, like it always is. And I was pulled... Uh, one time I came in for an interview and there were four men sitting in the room who did not acknowledge my presence. And one of them made a, 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 a whisper which was, was fierce that he clearly wanted me to hear. And he said, who's the crazy bitch and what's she doing here? Oh, my god! That's the life. That was the life. 
So, uh, you know, you, you kind of learn how to deal with that you, you, because it doesn't make any sense to make a thing out of it because it just makes it worse. You just have to make your own private decisions. Do I stay? Do I leave? Do I ever talk to these people again? Do I tell the story? All of that. But the men were just awful. I had my first harassment experience. We don't have time for me to tell you that, but one day maybe we'll have a chance to do that. But it uh, it ended up with my ending his behavior, which was horrendous, by having an image in my mind of a cartoon in New Yorker magazine with the two of us sitting there, and I'm saying, please, Mr. Burns, stop. And I started (laughs) to laugh. (laughs) And he laughed. And then very soon after that, I was invited to speak about women in business to the, um, uh, the University of Chicago. And it was the media division. And they, they were all very interested, the men and the women, very interested. The Q&A lasted for hours. And finally, at the end, when the, when the dean said, I think we really have to go, it's really very late, a woman raised her hand. She was an East Indian woman. And she said, I don't have a question, but I have something I've been wanting to say the whole time I've been here. Can I, may I please let me do that? And he said, yes, of course. And she said, well, you saved my life. And I said, what? Wow. What do you mean? She said, I'm not a villain anymore. You laughed. That's wow. Oh, Charlotte. Well, I mean, our listeners are getting just a touch of the amazing stories you've got in your book. And I, I know you said you wrote it mainly for your sons and your grandchildren, but for those of us who are just general readers, I think especially for women, and I will even categorize it a little farther, farther by saying boomer women, because we had some battles of ourselves, but for ourselves, but you, you were the first, uh, glass uh, ceiling bumper upper against her I guess is the way I can put it but you shattered those first ones for us and we are so appreciative and Charlotte your story is just really something so before we have to leave do you have any final thoughts for our listeners why you wrote them I know again you said you you made it for your family but you made it for us too so what do you hope your readers will get out of it I I really I I my book talks a lot about my mistakes because that's where people learn. And that's what I'm hoping will be the consequence of this book. I want them to find out what, what you do when things go wrong and how you fix it and how you don't get destroyed by it or, or feel that you're not worth anything by it, which is, you know, and all that. So I, uh, that, 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 that's very important to me. Make, giving women a chance to believe in themselves. I know that my life changed when I, when I, came to loving my 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 uh, uh, my femaleness my femaleness became my thing I was so proud so happy and now more than ever we all are our women are really thriving they're going so far so high it's such a proud thing it makes me so happy and they're 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 brilliant and and they're, they're, they're saving us I, I yeah, I so. just 
I I hope we continue to grow, and I hope we continue to have a greater impact because the female side of things has been so underrated for so long, and we have, I think, special gifts that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cast aspersions on the men, especially you have three sons, but I think women in many ways have things that, you know, men don't even see or can't, can't grasp, and they're very important parts of society. Charlotte, this has been a delight. I hope you'll come back on and tell us more stories. I mean, there's all sorts of celebrity information in your book. I mean, you you rub yeah, elbows with some amazing people. And, yeah, we might even delve into some of those so things. So, Charlotte, I hope you'll come back again. But in the meantime, thank you so much for sharing your time, your amazing story, and this fascinating book with us today. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate it very much, and uh, and I hope you do this. This conversation gets a lot of people buying my book. That would be nice. Absolutely, and also we'll have another one again soon. So uh, I Look do urge you, it. listeners out there, uh, follow what Charlotte just said. Her memoir is called Get Out of My Way, and again, it is available now. Uh, so it's a great read, but it's also, uh, it'll have you cheering for her successes uh, and challenged by some of her setbacks, but always captivated by her words because her story is really remarkable. You're a real a role model, Charlotte. Thank you again. And until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. And I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.